This is the K2 Authority Podcast, episode number 11. Welcome to the Key to Authority Podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Janish Pandya. If you have spent even a little bit of time looking into growing your authority online, I'm pretty sure you'd have come across the three-letter word SEO, standing for Search Engine Optimization. There's a lot to learn and understand when it comes to the world of SEO, as is with anything else. I would suggest that you don't get caught up in the hype and the latest so-called secret strategies to beat the search engines. Just learn the basics of good SEO and don't obsess about it. The basics are more than enough for solopreneurs like yourself to get ranking on the first page. One of the basic thing about SEO is keyword research. And we're going to find out what the key to effective keyword research is from our guest, Cheech Fu of Ignite Search. Cheech has been involved in the SEO digital marketing space for over five years, having worked in Sydney and now Perth across some of the largest brands in Australia. In addition to helping businesses of all sizes significantly increase their search visibility, traffic, leads and sales consistently, Cheat strives to educate and empower the Perth business community on all things online. But before we get into today's interview, I'd like to take a moment and thank today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by a special someone, and that special someone is you. I want to thank you for listening, for reviewing, and for sharing the Key to Authority podcast. Without you, today would simply not have been possible. Today marks the one month anniversary of launching this podcast. I'm really humbled by the support you have given me and for that, I thank you. With your support, we managed to rank amongst the top in the new and noteworthy business category on iTunes alongside some of the famous podcasters out there. So thank you for that. I've really enjoyed releasing every single episode and hope you have enjoyed listening to them as well. There's a long way to go for the podcast and heaps of things planned to take it to new levels. This is a journey and I would love for you to accompany me on it. If you enjoy the podcast, do me a favor and please leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you for your support. I really, really appreciate it. So let's get right into the interview. Here is Cheech Fu. Hey Cheech, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, Janesh? Good, man. I really appreciate you coming along. You know, after that seminar we did together, I knew I had to have you on the Key to Authority podcast. I'm really glad I have you on the show, man. Nah, Janesh, I appreciate it. And um, it's, a, it's a privilege uh, to, to be a part of your uh, your podcast. So Thanks a lot, Cheech. So for those of the guys who don't know about what you do and how you do it, could you share about how exactly you are in the world of SEO and what got you going in there? Sure, not a problem. Uh, so yeah, so uh, at the moment, um, uh, I currently run a, a, a digital marketing agency uh, based in Perth and focusing on uh, search engine optimization, uh, SEO, which is the activity of uh, promoting websites uh, within search engines. And um, I've, I've been on this road actually uh, for, for quite a while. In fact, uh, more than six years. Uh, and I've, I've worked across 
um, both Perth and Sydney. So uh, you can say like uh, this is definitely uh, a passion of mine's. And um, and I think you know in business it's it's very important that that the love that uh, love the business that you're in. So um, uh, so yes. So that's uh, that's what I what I do. Mm-hmm. So. I, I agree with you. Like if you're not passionate about the business you're running, then it doesn't feel right, and it's missing that I get guess it's called X factor or whatever you want to call it. So. Like, obviously, I remember you sharing that you'd done this in the past with other agencies. So could you shed some light on that? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so when I, uh, uh finished up with, with, uh, with uni, right? Um, uh, I went, uh, and worked for a, an e-commerce firm, uh, that sold, uh, uh, kitchenware, uh, products online. And, um, then I did about, uh, six months and then I got a, uh, I got a great uh, job opportunity uh, with a, a top uh, SEO agency. Uh, the name of that company is called uh, Bruce Clay. So uh, for those who don't know who Bruce Clay is, uh, the name uh, of the company is his actual name of the founder. So uh, he started uh, his agency in, in Los Angeles all the way back in 1996. So wow. that was about three <laughs> I know it's such a long time, right? So that was about three years before the, uh, Google was actually even uh, founded. And um, yeah, they had a branch in, in Sydney, and um, I, I was uh, lucky enough to, uh, to to get in. And um, from 2010 to about uh, end of 2012, right, over the past about two and a half years, right, uh, that's where I really learned uh, a lot of my formative knowledge um, in in quality uh, white hat. Uh, and also enterprise SEO. So when I say enterprise, right, uh, we're talking about um, SEO in regards to uh, large companies. So we dealt with uh, complex websites and um, brands that everyone has heard of, like people like uh, Yellow Pages and uh, Roses Only and uh, Togo Hotels, just to name a few. So yeah. And that must have been quite a lot of experience and obviously leading you to start your own agency as well. So I... Well, I know you're the right guy to talk about all this stuff then. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely right. And, um, and I guess like, you know, I guess that's part of the reason, uh, why I decided to like, you know, um, uh, start up my own agency in Perth. The main reason being is that I, I saw an opportunity in the market, right? And then I decided to, to, to fill that gap because I, I, I felt that I had the right expertise. And, and when you're in business, right, it's, it's always much more easier to achieve success when you're solving an existing need rather than a need that has not yet actually, um, uh, actually, uh, kind of existed yet. So, yeah. yeah. I completely agree. And now getting to the crux of the interview. So, and when it comes to SEO, you know, the first initial part of it is always keyword research. And there's a lot of people who emphasize that if you don't do your keyword research properly, then you won't have anything and everything you do afterwards will probably fall into hips and not work right for you. So Cheech, what is the key to effective keyword research? Okay, so I mean, what you said was absolutely right, Ganesh. You know, keyword research is a crucial part uh, of the project and uh, it is uh, the first step uh, to making sure because you have to find out uh, what search terms people are actually using right now to uh, look for your product or service, right? So, 
when you are conducting your research, right, uh, it's best to be as thorough as possible. So what what I would recommend that you do is you you would sit down uh, with your team, right, and you would actually you know uh, think up of all the ways uh, that you would actually describe your products. Okay, so for example, like you know. An example of a client that I used to work with, uh, roses only. Um, they had flowers. Okay, so obviously flowers is the the main search term, or what we call the generic search term, right? But you can break down flowers in so many different ways. Like they could be orchids, they could be tulips, they could be roses. You know, they could be um, dozens of roses, right? So the the key to uh, effective keyword research is to first of all based on within your team, what kind of keywords you or your team think um, your customers are using. Okay. Now, the second part is actually to go to your customers and ask them what words they'll be using. Okay. So this is where you actually, you know, get uh, empirical uh, evidence. So like, you know, real life evidence of what uh, your customers are actually typing into the search engines. Um, oftentimes, like, you know, uh, the words or the terminology that we think uh, are, uh, effective or popular, right? Might not be the right uh, search term, right? So, so it's very important to actually go to the market, Janish. Yeah, no, I agree with you because, like, you know, sometimes you call things uh, one way or the other, but the people who are looking for your services are referring it to maybe B instead of A, and you're trying to market it for A, and then you just get lost and there's no communication and there's not that link between it. So I completely agree with you. And that's really good in terms of covering the basis of what you think it is and what your customers think. So how how do people go about, like obviously when you have your team, you can communicate, but how do you get to your customers and what if uh, some of the approaches you have used for your clients to find out from their customers what keywords they use? So, I mean, it's, it's really quite, quite simple. Like, you know, when I, uh, engage with a, uh, with a customer or a client and, and we have to do, uh, cure research, right? Um, what I do tell them is like, you know, go and, uh, pick, uh, like, you know, the top five of, uh, of the, the most, uh, um, I guess, uh, the most closest, uh, clients or customers that you, that you work with so that you have a very good relationship with. Right. And just call them up and say, hey, like, you know, we're just doing some, like, you know, market research at the moment. Right. Uh, would you be happy if we ask you a few questions? Okay. And that's where you can actually lead in with, okay, what kind of words do you use in a search engines? And in fact, this activity could be used, uh, for various other uh, marketing, uh, objectives as well. Okay. So, so, so that's one way. Uh, the second way you can do it is you can actually create a survey. Uh, for, for your customers, right? So you create a survey, right? And then you actually, uh, blast it to all, uh, your database, right? Okay. Now, uh, I guess this has, uh, varying, uh, forms of success, right? Um, but if your database is big enough, right? Even if you get, say, you know, 100 or 200 surveys out of like, you know, 10,000 customers, right? Definitely don't complain about that. So. So yeah, so so that's that's kind of that's two ways that that you know we tend to you know go out and and get um, uh, actual real life market data, right? So that's what we call uh, offline, okay? Offline uh, data mining uh, from customers. So obviously, right, Janish, like you know, there's a lot of ways that you sh- you can actually get it online, right? Which is where where the more crucial part is. So 
Um, in fact, right, uh, Google encourages this because they have a tool. Um, uh, some of your readers may have actually uh, heard of it. It's called the Google Keyword Planner. Okay. So while uh, it's free, it's provided by Google, right? And if you just enter the words that you have discovered uh, throughout internal and also external means, right, you put that into the tool, not only will that tool give you the you know, estimated uh, searches per month, right, for those search terms, but they will also help to uncover uh, new terms that, that you may have not thought of before. And I guess what you put in the keyword planner is, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that those terms that you just came up with your team or you just yourself, if you're working for yourself, and the customers? So is that the starting point or do you do something else? No, uh, no, absolutely. So those those are the starting points, right? So you, you get the words from your, your, your clients, uh, team and you get it from external means, right? Um, other sources that you can get keywords from is from your competitors, right? Okay, so uh, ask uh, your clients what their top five competitors. Visit their website, right? Look at the words that they use, like, you know, in their top navigation links and their main key landing pages, right? And then note those down as well, okay? So so that's another one. Mm-hmm. And so now, uh, so I guess first we have found out what exact keywords we're thinking of, of us verified with the customers, put in the keyword planner. And now I know like there's people that sometimes get confused with, you know, the terminologies and things, but there's the long tail keywords and the short keywords. So what is an effective strategy when choosing those keywords, uh, what percentages and how, if you could also describe what quickly, what long tails means and things like that. Absolutely. So uh, I guess let's just start with um, uh, the definition of, of what a long tail is uh, versus a short tail or called generic. Okay. So um, long tail words are usually more specific and tends to be much more longer in length uh, than what we call a generic or short term. Okay, so I'll give an example. An example of a generic term or a short tail term is the word shoe, which is S-H-O-E. Okay, so it's one word, right? It could mean a gazillion things. It could mean anything. It could be could mean a worker's boot. It could mean high heels. It could mean leather shoes, right? We just don't know yet, but that's why it's called generic, okay? So if we were to actually make that much more long tail, right, you could add in another word, right? Could be high heel shoes, okay? So now that's becoming much more relevant and becoming much more targeted, okay? So if you just keep on going, right, let's say, for example, if you could add in something else onto that, you can say um, red high heel shoes, okay? Uh, now that has four words in it, and that is tending to become more of a long tail search term. Um, so with that, right, not only uh, do people actually know what they want by then, that also means that the 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 conversion rate is much higher um, if you have a page that actually promotes red high heel shoes. Okay, so. Competition level, right, is actually inversely proportional. Much more competitive with the generics and, and not so much competitive for the, for the long tail terms, which is why you call it the low hanging fruit in SEO. So. And in terms of the numbers, so what, what is a good enough long tail word, a keyword to target? And what is too much, like obviously overly crowded that you won't bother even to kind of, so what's the numbers someone should be looking at the keyword planner to? 
Okay. So, I mean, uh, every industry, right, has its own, uh, I guess, distribution curve of, of, of short tail terms, generic terms, and also long tail terms. Okay. So, um, it is, uh, a case by case basis, really. There is really no set amount of keywords, uh, short tail or long tail that you should target, right? Uh, but if it's a relatively a new activity that you're doing SEO, right, for your company, right? Um, it's best that you go for the low-hanging fruit and and start from a base of success where you can actually slowly gain traction. Um, I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day and you wouldn't be ranking, you, you're gonna, you're not gonna likely rank for those generic or, or, or short-tail terms anytime soon, right? So you're gonna start from, uh, start from your strengths, start from what you have, right, and start small. And over time, right, you can build that authority and relevancy up, and and you will start to see that you become uh, more and more visible uh, for those short tail generic terms, which do attract a lot of searches. Uh, I agree. And in terms of uh, like, what are the numbers like search results that people are looking for? So you know, when you go to Keyword Planner, you type in, let's say, you mentioned red high heel shoes. So what numbers should be they looking for that it makes them realize that this is the low-hanging fruit, you know, the way it shows that these are the number of terms or things ranking for it? Yeah, absolutely. So um, so the, the main metric here that you are looking for is the, the monthly searches, okay? So there is a column that actually says monthly searches, you know, how many people are, are typing in this keyword per month. Now, the higher the number, right, the more people uh, are actually using that search term. Okay, so for example, if you look into Keyword Planner and it turns out that there was, you know, 500 people uh, uh, searching for red high heel shoes, right? Um, then that is 500 potential customers uh, for for that search term. And in fact, if you're selling a red high heel shoe, right, then that is a perfect search term for you to target. So. Yeah. Okay, and so quickly, that's a really good idea. And in terms of, so people have to look out that monthly search results. Now, to wrap, before we wrap things up, uh, that's a question I had, and obviously you're the right person to ask. But in terms of the buying mindset keywords, what are they and how should those be targeted? So if you could quickly go over that. Absolutely, uh, Janish. So, um, so keyword intent is, is very important. Uh, when you're actually uh, structuring uh, your your keyword research findings, right? So um, we can break our keyword intent into three uh, three different baskets. Okay. So the first basket the first basket is what we call the research keywords. Okay. So research keywords tend to be um, broad, general, of a plural nature. Uh, not singular nature. So, for example, um, if you were to say uh, and use the word, say, digital camera, right? Um, the word digital cameras itself, right, is a more research-focused keyword, okay? Now, uh, it, it might not be clear now, but once we explain all three, you understand what I mean, okay? So, you just put that in mind, okay? So, uh, general, broad, right, plural-focused. Uh, That's the first one. Second one is what we call the compare keywords. Okay. So once someone has done the research, right, and they have actually like, you know, found out more about the product and now they understand the product. Compare is the part where they actually are looking for providers for that product. Okay. Sellers, retailers, service providers. Okay. So words that fall into this basket, right, 
the most obvious ones are ones that have a location uh, qualifier onto that. Okay, so for example, if the search term was digital cameras Perth, okay, you can you can bet that that person right already know what a digital camera is, right? They want to find a provider or a retailer, right, uh, for that digital camera uh, in Perth. Okay, so that's what we call a compare because they already know what they want. They just want to look for a retailer that can offer them that service. Okay. Uh, that's one example. Another example of a compare keyword is, say, for example, if they type in what we call entity terms. So if they type in terms like digital camera stores, digital camera retailers, digital camera shops, and so on and so on. Uh, does that make sense, Janice? Yeah, uh, uh, it makes complete sense, yep. Cool. So so that's the second basket. Now, the third basket, right, is what we call uh, the buy keywords or the purchasing keywords, okay? So these words are of a singular nature. They tend to be very long-tailed, right? And they are usually very specific in their names and their product names. So if I can say, give an example again using digital cameras, right? If uh, the research keyword was digital cameras with an S, uh, the compare keyword was digital cameras Perth, okay, with a lo- local qualifier, right? And the uh, uh, buy or purchase keyword is the Sony Next 5 Black Camera Perth. Does that kind of make sense? So that's really, really specific. And obviously, like, you know, if you're able to satisfy those terms, right, then uh, you will have a, a, a buyer, a potential buyer at the almost the end of their sales funnel. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that's, that's what I wanted to get the listeners to understand because the generic keyword research is all good and well. But if you're not targeting the buyer mindset and the buyer specific, so it's pretty much then you're losing out a lot of lot of traffic and obviously conversions. So now wrapping things up, what is uh, what is something that the listener can do today uh, to work on getting an effective keyword research for the business? Easy. So what I'll do is I'll put together a plan, right? Make an action plan, uh, for, for yourself, right? To, to go to your, to your team, right? Or, or with yourself, uh, and actually start to build those keywords, okay? Now, no keywords are silly. Um, just, uh, brainstorm, uh, brain dump every keyword that you know. Ask your customers, right? And then put that into the Google Keyword Planner, right? And you'll be surprised, uh, what comes out. And, and the moment you know, uh, the, the keywords that are, uh, that are actually bringing you all the searches, right? That's when you have clarity. And when you have clarity, right? Then you have purpose and your purpose will drive uh, the actions that you will take, uh, to make your business successful. Yep. No, I, I agree. And thanks for offering that planning sheet as well. So I'll, once you pass it on, I'll put it down under the show notes. So Cheech, uh, how could the listeners get in touch with you? Where do you hang out? Social media, your website, your blog? Uh, Absolutely. So, um, so yeah. So I'm on I'm on LinkedIn. So please feel free to uh, to connect to me uh, via LinkedIn. I also have a Twitter account. So it's twitter.com/chichi c h w e c h y. And uh, and of course you can visit my my company website, which is uh, www. Hope you enjoyed listening to the interview with Cheech and got some clarity around effective keyword research. The keyword research and planning sheet that Cheech mentioned will be available for you to download from the show notes. Since this is the one month anniversary episode, I had to bend Cheech's arm to help you out. Cheech has offered a 60 minute keyword health check for one of our listeners. 
He will assess your website, determine if you are using the keywords and provide you with information on how to improve your search engine visibility and all that for free. To win the keyword health check, you simply have to leave a comment on the show notes of this episode with what your takeaway was from this episode. The winner will be chosen randomly on the 22nd of May, 2015. So make sure you leave a comment on the show notes. Today's action for you is to utilize the keyword action plan that Cheech has provided and find out the relevant keywords for your business using that tool. Thank you for listening and to get the keyword plan along with all the details and links talked about in today's show, go to keytoauthority.com slash ep011 for the show notes and don't forget to leave a comment as that could win you the keyword health check offered by cheech till next time keep dominating the search engine rankings thank you so much for listening to the key to authority podcast don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com we'll see you next time